Welcome to episode 109 of the CGM podcast. Sorry we weren't here last week. We were out partying at the Watch Dogs launch event. Right, Wayne? I wouldn't really call it a party. Wayne wasn't partying. No, Wayne sat on the couch. I was definitely looking, not partying. You know, out of place. No, I was in abject misery. Yep. Yeah. Wayne was, was face planting a, a toilet. There was there was free food. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't really drink. <laughs> no, so at the, at the at the watchdogs party, I actually spent most of that time consulting my phone. Oh, so you, not you suspicious talk, at all. You talked to Jake for a while. That was that was good. Your boyfriend, you mean? Yes. Yes, I talked to your boyfriend. There you go. Yes. <laughs> not really and my boyfriend. I, I, That's a complicated I, mess. That I, 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 pretty much, I pretty much ignored everybody else and talked to this guy named Jake, who's relationship is apparently difficult to define between the two of you. If we were on Facebook, I'd say it's complicated. Is it complicated? Okay. I'm not going to get into this on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Emily. See, because I, I wasn't aware that it was complicated. I was just, like, talking to the guy, so... I well, obviously, we're still yeah. quite close, yeah, so... Yeah, didn't, didn't oh, know yeah. that this you know was what? going to open up an uncomfortable <laughs> can of worms that we Mo- were... Gonna, moving on from my personal life to Kotaku wings. actually has, like, oh, a no. column now where you can write in with, like, nerd personal problems, which... You it's know, not like, really a problem on okay. my end. It's more a problem on his Yeah, let's, okay. just, let's like, just... Wow. Yeah. Okay, wow. Oh, my God. I'm getting so uncomfortable now. Yeah. No one tell him to listen to the call. Jake, if you're out there somewhere, you know, it's like I'm available on Skype for like you know online. Yeah, because you know, it's like yeah, I can talk people out of killing themselves. I've done this professionally. (laughs) It's true, you have done it professionally. I have done it professionally. I can talk you off a bridge. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can talk you off a bridge, like you know, the easy you live way, as opposed to the you jump off. You do a great job of talking that guy off the roller coaster, though, from whatever. Well, no, that 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 guy was beyond talking. So it was like you know, I wasn't there on the roller coaster saying like, dude, don't go on the lethal roller coaster so that you'll, you'll have your head chopped off. It's like, what? I was like in the ninth grade when was that happened, man. Was it chopped off? I thought... Um, I it, was the, it was the top. I pictured it being no, like... Okay, so... Decap. Uh, so for, for the guys who are completely confused as no to what we're talking about, I, I am referring to the infamous, I believe it was the 1986 West Edmonton Mall roller coaster accident where people actually lost their lives when the very last car on the roller coaster went off the rails it's like that's that's what Phil is talking about this yeah, was a yeah, yeah. story that we were talking about yeah, off record a, a while back I saw a guy get his head chopped and yes a, a guy got the top of his head chopped off when he fell out of the roller coaster and kind of like Wayne hit the girders on the way down oh my god so yeah I, I couldn't talk that guy off of it because no. you know, he was already on the so roller coaster so you've been coaster, traumatized so. since you were in ninth grade is that what you're trying to say oh probably well before that yeah I mean that that was that was just like an actual gore trauma as opposed to the usual trauma of an Asian kid yeah. growing up in Edmonton where uh, you're stuffed into lockers yeah, exactly. or you know as uh, more confirmation yeah. of his uh, feelings toward humanity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So why he's so yeah, which, alone. Oh, this is a podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're actually like a thing. Like, yeah, stuff, yeah. So All right. going on. To my left is now the miraculously literate Wayne. Yeah, Sanders. for for the purposes of Wikipedia. <laughs> I, I, I apparently can read now because some people heard me talking about my illiteracy and believed it. And I find it completely ironic that the accusations of illiteracy that came out were because they said I heard him say it. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't be bothered to read it themselves on LinkedIn. <laughs> well, he, had, he admitted it, yeah. so I mean, so, like, it has to be true, right? So what? So what, what's ended up happening is that, you know, it's like now people finally got fed up with my literacy, so you know, it's like they sat me down and I thought that this was going to be a Reading thing. Reading Rainbow, where, baby. No, I, I, I thought that they were going to tell me that they caught me you know, using drugs and they'd ask me where I learned <laughs> to do this and I'd have to see it from you, alright? I learned it from watching you, but... It ended up not being that kind of ABC after school special. Instead, it ended up being the kind of thing where um, I ended up, you know, going into 
um, detention for the entire weekend, along with a bunch of other misfits, you know, a criminal, mm-hmm. a genius, a princess, and a jock. Uh-huh. And um, we all, you know, learned from each other that, you know, it's like, you know, what's more important is, you know, who we are and the friendships we've forged. Oh, and they taught me to read. Yeah. No you know, one can do it. Sweet, sweet uh, Captain Crunch sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I also nice. made a picture of a landscape and then it needed snow, so I just shook my head until the dandruff flakes came out and that, you know, it's just. I was wondering how you did that. Yeah, no, it was a good yeah. effect. So, yeah, I can, I can, I can read now. Although, you know, it's like at some point some guys made me an offer for something called an Algernon formula, so I might take them up on that later. I sure hope that it doesn't turn me into, like, you know, an idiot again. But, like, you know, what could go wrong with taking a formula called the Algernon formula, right? What could possibly go wrong? So, so for now, I you're I hope literate. you guys can actually, you know, like read your classic short stories. Otherwise, that whole beautiful joke is completely used to me. So for now, he's literate. For now, I'm literate. Yeah. That's the moral of the story here. Yeah. You can read now. You hear that, Wikipedia? I read the goodest. <laughs> <laughs> the best now, now they're going to have, yeah. now, now have problems again. He yeah. reads the yeah. most good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody readists goodists like M. Like, yeah. like Wayne. So that, yeah. <laughs> and across from Wayne is intern Cody Orm. How's it going? Who's playing Mario Kart 8 yeah. earlier today? He's yeah, the, I got to play Mario Kart 8. Oh, I am the so ormiest, the ormiest? Of everyone here. Mm-hmm. And to his left is the filliest. That's me. The filliest Phil. Phil, Phil. Phil yep. Cinema Phil. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. yeah. I think Brendan called you our film editor earlier. Sure, I'll take that. Does that Are mean I get editor? a promotion and a pay raise too? No. Yeah, actually it does. Uh, no, you've got my job. Yes. No, it's Congratulations. Actually, it's, a st- it's a step backwards, yeah. actually. You get less pay. No, had, I'm, I'm getting kicked out. You guys promised that would never happen. I'm, I'm getting kicked out now because they specifically wanted an illiterate editor, and since I no right. longer fit the bill, and he's like, you watch movies, right? That doesn't require a whole lot of literacy. So. He just called you literate. No, I'm just Defend saying that you know, watching movies is just... Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that I write for a living is defense enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he apparently writes nope. for a living. It's not. <laughs> yeah. not. Not to no, I, I, I just been banging keys randomly like one of those monkeys on the typewriter. Yeah, you do it Brain long enough, you'll get something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and eventually game reviews came out. So it's like, yeah, it's, you know, wow. Quantum physics is amazing, isn't it, kids? (laughs) All right, we're going to start with a little bit of news. I'm going to let Wayne go first. Oh, okay. Um, We'll start with the sad news. Sound it out, Wayne. Sound it out. It's a a good news, bad news scenario. Um, So so the good news is Harmonix got the money that they needed to make... The amplitude game. The bad news is so, they had so to that's put in happening. Out. So it's like, yay! Harmonix got the money. The bad news is, is that then they immediately fired thirty-seven people. Oh, yeah, and uh, the uh, CEO Alex Rogopoulos. I'm not sure whether there was like a lot of arguing or whether he's voluntarily doing this, but he's stepping down as CEO and taking on the position of CCO, so which like stands pay- for a Chief Creative Officer. Pay cut? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they did not disclose the actual financial details. Of you know that, what? They would have gotten a lot more money if they'd hired LeVar Burton to help them out with their Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah. And that's the other news, which is not gaming-related, but we need to talk about it anyway, uh, yeah. because it means a great deal to everybody except Cody. <laughs> Cody's too young. Because Cody's too young, because, you know, Cody was apparently only alive during the Bush administration, so my I caught the tail end of... Uh... Clinton. Cognitively, I remember Clinton a little bit. You were around for Clinton, that's true. Yeah. But you missed out on Reagan, which yeah, was I a great decade. Reagan. It's like, oh man, the, Re- the Reagan administration was just classic. <laughs> so the story is, for those who are old enough to remember reading Rainbow with LeVar Burton, which most of us, other than Cody, are. Okay, you know he, what? 
Just be happy you're young. Yeah, yeah I don't know why you're yeah. about no. this. Just take a look, Cody. keeps rolling their no, eyes no, when people Cody. make these references from the 80s don't and worry. I don't get Take them. a look. It's you in may- a book. Yeah. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Don't worry, we have so, like, young interns. And, of course, Cody doesn't get that joke. Yeah. No, I don't get <laughs> it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this audience, really, man, you're killing me. It was a really good joke, Lan. <laughs> it was really good. We were doing a uh, the, the lunch breaks for Watch Dogs, and... Um, person I was playing with mentioned, Reckon. yeah, he mentioned um, Teddy. Teddy Ruxpin, yes. Yeah, and I'm I like, what is that? And everyone you. rolled their behind eyes. You, I was like, oh dear God. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin, you put tapes in and his mouth would move and he'd read yeah. your stories. Now, tapes are oh, like okay. an early form of CDs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that. I have, I, I have a VHS collection, yeah. don't worry. Okay. There you go, he's got, yeah. he's got tapes. So, so yes. Kickstarter, LeVar Burton went on to Kickstarter. He asked for a million dollars to Rainbow. make Reading Rainbow something that was available on the web to everybody and in particular absolutely free to schools mm-hmm. and he got his million dollars within in, 24 hours. Yeah, he's still in, got like That's very cool. He's got like 33 days to go he on does. this Kickstarter. And he's and already got his money. He's got all the money that he needs. Has but, that ever happened before like a Kickstarter game yeah, completely Yeah, definitely. Funded there, was a, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was a Yeah, there was It doesn't include Tim Schafer. Okay. <laughs> oh, fine. All right. Wait, wait. It's not the New Orleans hurricane, but one of the major hurricanes after that. That woman was on CNN and Wolf Blitzer said, "But you got to thank God for surviving this, right?" And she was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm an atheist." <laughs> and uh, then uh, Doug Stanhope, who's a comedian set uh, loved it and put together a Kickstarter asking for fifty thousand dollars to try and buy her a new home since you know church groups would be helping her and they wanted to prove that atheists get together to help and within I think uh, I think it was forty five minutes they had the fifty thousand. Oh wow, that's and crazy. She ended up getting one hundred fifty thousand. Well, see, atheists and, can or, bend together yeah. too. No. So the yeah. atheists of the world just showed their faith they in did. each other. They didn't <laughs> show it in a god that does not <laughs> exist. In the atheist world, <laughs> that's beautiful. I mean, it brings a non-existent deity tear to my it was, eyes. So it was awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It's a little bit of irony in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a really yeah. funny clip too. Well, yeah. Yeah. thank not non-existent know what to do. deity for that. So. <laughs> but this is a society I want to live in, where LeVar Burton gets his money for reading. Yeah. In a day. That's no, a good I mean, thing. It's like it's, it's a good it's, thing. That's a good thing. That is reading good rainbow thing. literacy for kids. Yeah, this is this is nothing but good news. I want my kids to be able yeah. to read good. And if, if you see the reading the the Kickstarter video that he put up, it is hilarious. I started watching yeah. it. I saw oh, the, the Spock yeah. thing, and he just walked. No, I mean away. the the best part of that video is right at the very end. I didn't. I didn't make it okay, through the whole video. Because right I at right to. right at the very end of the video, Brent Spiner, Data, Data. shows up. And he goes up to the same library where everybody was freaking out about, like, oh, it's LeVar Burton, it's Jory LaForge. And he goes, hi, I'm Brent Spiner. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, take a number, just go over there. Because, <laughs> of course, they don't recognize him because it's not in his data makeup. And he looks suitably deflated. It's just, it's hilarious. It's just it's a nice cute. little thing that Brent Spiner agreed to do at the end of that video, and it was really cute. They want kids to read. Yeah. Because reading is but important in most yeah. parts of the world, except maybe America. Now a new generation <laughs> will understand reading Rainbow. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Cody. I, I, I missed out. See, because now that, it'll be online. So it's part of that two-decade yeah. span where... You can look exists. it up on your precious interwebs, since apparently if it's not there, it's not relevant. It was great. I love the theme song, the opening credits, but I don't know if I ever actually read a book from reading Rainbow, ever. I felt like I didn't have to by the time <laughs> well, they were done. Well, yeah, because, yeah. you know... It's, you know, because, yeah, you know, LeVar Burton's immortal yeah. words. He didn't have to take his word for it. Yeah, exactly. So just, yeah, just, I totally got it. Yeah. But, yeah, firefly in the sky, yeah. et cetera. Yep. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that was very sweet news. 
Do you have any more news? Or was your your good news? Um, and your bad news? Is that we no. Okay, now now we've got some. I don't know whether this is good news or bad news, but it's definitely news. Mediocre is news. Is that? Uh, no, just like a, I don't know how to take this news. Okay. Is so E three is coming up. And all the journalists are going down, and there's going to be the press conferences, and everybody's going to be watching on the stream. But then Sony comes along and they says, hey, guys, in certain select cities in Canada and uh, the U.S., you will be able to get tickets to go into a movie theater and watch the press conference stream there on the big screen. I actually kind of wanted to do it, and they sold out. Yeah, they're doing it in Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto. Toronto is apparently already sold out. Not for nothing. See, if they did it last year. Oh, sorry. sounds so fucking boring. Yeah, if you like that, that is <laughs> that is why I'm like why. But there's contests and prizes. If they did it's it last year, yeah, last that year. then it would have been a big oh, okay. deal. Like that would have been cool. Tickets. I would have okay. paid for that. It is this free. Year, That's different then. Yeah, that's different. But you know, still going down to a movie theater to watch a press conference I know. for like, a console reveal, I'd do that. Yeah, see, and this is not a console reveal. Like that's it's, the thing. Yeah. I, I would understand if they did this last year because when everybody was screaming with Jack Tretton and the price drop and, you know, it's like all that stuff, that, that would great. be cool. But, you know, it's like now they're kind of just going to go out there and go, we've got a bunch of games and here they are. Well, maybe they have a lot of games. And the show's over. Hopefully they have a lot of games. Yeah, but I mean, it's like our... our it's not going to be a mess with like Spellbook again. That would be funny. Just that's if, the if whole they brought, If they brought out the Wonder Book again, and I was that's just like, Wonder okay, Book, that's yeah. it, so it's just one E3 <laughs> because they just brought out the Wonder Book again. <laughs> Right. It's like That's the Wonder the Book worst. gets a bad rap, man. <laughs> yeah, Wayne is a fan of the Wonder yeah. Book. Do you? I just I felt like I, I, I felt like I was learning much about the world of Harry Potter when I messed around with the Wonder Book. I just don't like it because um, at the the store I work at uh, that I can't mention the name of, really? um, we have yeah I'm not allowed to talk about it like even on like my Facebook I, I can't say anything and other things. So it's just the the the, the nameless department store. Cranber Combi and Binge. Yeah, um, the, uh, the we have so many of them, and their boxes are all worn down because they've been there since it came out, and no one wants to buy it, and they don't stand up anymore. They keep falling over, and it looks horrible. And we can't. It's I just don't like them. They just you, take up space. Okay. Let me know when they go on clearance. I'll come and get one. So they you, should be on clearance you, you, by now. You got any situation like that with like? rock band guitars and drum sets or no we don't have any of those thank god uh we had a situation like that with rocksmith oh i think all right but uh it was just like the rocksmith with the patch cord okay that was it yeah because yeah those those rock band guitars and drums are getting pretty scarce to find now if they are i have like seven i really wish i hadn't sold i got the aerosmith one nice it's pretty good pretty cool i just need a drum kit for this 360 Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Now you guys know. She needs a drum kit. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, if you guys have yeah, one for 360. Some, somewhere out there is an one. Xbox 360 I'll drum trade kit you for the PS3 the drum kit because we have one of those. Oh, okay. I'm holding on to it until I can get the Xbox Okay, no, one. I mean, it's like I also have a PS3 drum kit, so yeah. I just put, yeah. No. That's, a, that's a bad trade for you. Oh. Get, not getting rid of that. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Wayne. Do you have any more news for us today? Um, there, there was, but I kind of forgot about what it was that I was going to mention next. So we better move on. I, I have take news. over, and if you have additional news, oh, yeah. go ahead. I have news. Uh, Nintendo announced oh, that yeah, there yeah. will be a GameCube controller adapter for Super Smash Bros. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. For all you guys that yeah. still have GameCube controllers sitting around. I have, like, sure I do. Actually quite a few. I have a lot of them. I have them. one, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it's... ideal for that, like, directional punch button. Because it's sort well, of was I like the, built for that. I, I, I can see why they do it. Like, competitive Smash Bros. players will want mm-hmm. the GameCube controllers because that's what they've used. Yeah. But, I mean, I think the, the Pro Controller would probably work better. 
Yeah, that's just what I think. I think it'll work too, but it's a nice bit of like fan service for the uh, yeah, hardcore game they, for cute the, people, and that is kind of when the cult of Smash Brothers really began. They should get an N sixty four adapter. That controller kind of sucks, fans. though. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, I know, but it is very dated. It is very dated. It's not quite as... I like having the extra prong there, yeah. just in case I grow another arm. I want to use a D-pad. That's true. Okay, okay, I do have one other news article, right. which is, like, this This is another one of those. This is proof positive that the most important thing in the world is your marketing staff. Yeah. Because despite the fact that, you know, it's like there's been kind of, like, you know, mixed reception to it, Ubisoft is announcing that the um, day one sales for Watch Dogs yeah. are higher than any other game that they've Hype released train. thus oh, yeah. far. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sold more copies in a 24-hour period than any other game in <laughs> their history. Excuse me. So Watch Dogs is their new hit, despite the fact that, you know, not everybody's universally raving about it the way they did, like, Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. which was an amazing game at That's the time. That's what, like, three, years, yeah. three solid years of hype will do for you, yep. I guess. All right. So, the yeah, next generation is here. Exactly. It's arrived, kids. Mm-hmm. All okay. aboard the hype train. $70 on the PS4 in Canada. So, All right. <laughs> Shall I take over the news? Yeah, yes, you please. can take over. All right. So my first thing, it's old news now, but we didn't get to talk about it last week, nor would we have because we... You weren't here. I wasn't here, and also... Um, well, we shouldn't reveal what day we tape on. We should okay. make everyone think it's Friday. Yeah, but anyway, time. I mean, it's like... You know, but it's anywho... Like if, if Phil's not here, we just don't yeah, do the podcast. Anyway, you know, he's, he's the heart and soul of this podcast. Well, thanks so, so much, yeah. guys. Yeah. But, um, no, you. the big the, the big news is, of course, the fact that uh, Edgar Wright has dropped out of Ant-Man right before shooting. Did you guys not hear about that? I, I did heard not about hear that. about that. Yeah, he did. Oh. He did. Um, it's a really weird story because he's been working on that project for seven years before Marvel Studios. I mean, it was all, always for Marvel Studios, but it was before Iron Man. Um, he was supposed to direct it two years ago, but then they gave him a year off so that he could go make World's End. And rather suddenly, last Friday, he quit. Now, the release date, the 2015 summer release date, is still in place. They still want to get it out there. Most of the cast he assembled is still there. But he left and. They just sort of cited old-fashioned creative differences. Over the last week, a lot of sort of rumors and myths and so forth have popped up. The one can that I, I buy safely, the most... Can yeah, I safely ahead. blame Disney for this? Yes. Okay. Disney slash Marvel. The, the one that I buy the most is that um, he had written a script with Joe Cornish, who wrote Attack the Block, which was awesome. And uh, apparently... I, well, I mean, as you'd expect, with it being a writer, it was a very weird, kind of strange uh, movie. Um, and I guess... When he started, Marvel was very into sort of director support and allowing people to have their own take on it. Now, obviously, they have a very, very, very distinct house style. And uh, they no longer really liked his approach. They'd asked him to rewrite it a couple times to sort of fit the Marvel tone and add in, fold in other characters from their extended universe. Um, they've, and then they went behind his back and hired other staff Marvel writers to rewrite his script. He got it, didn't like it, quit. So he's out. That was the story I heard, too. Yeah, he's out. And it's a real bummer. And it kind of makes sense in a way because Marvel's kind of is its own. The studios are its own entity. I mean, Kevin Feige, however you pronounce his name. I might not be able to pronounce his name, but he's the only real studio head slash producer who's as big a celebrity as a filmmaker. Um, it, it makes sense that as that machine gets bigger and bigger and bigger, it's more about the corporation. Yep and maintaining the brand than it is about allowing an individual filmmaker to present a unique take on the material. It's a real bummer because, I mean, it's not like anyone cares so much about Ant-Man that they'll be bummed out if it's a weird take on it. And you'd think the fact that he was in it would be exciting. But anyway, he left. 
and uh, it's really weird. They claim they're going to get a new director. They're still going to start shooting in a couple weeks. Like, I guess all the crew is in Atlanta. They were ready to start shooting. They had the locations, costumes, and everything, and now all that's all shut down and removed. It's a very, very weird. We have to assume that some of his movie, his movie's going to maintain, uh, be retained simply because the CGI people would yeah, have to have like, already what else started are gonna working do with on action of? scenes. I mean, obviously, no matter how different this script is from his original intent, it has to be at least close. Simply because they couldn't have completely reworked the whole thing yeah. right before shooting. But yeah, it's it's a real, real bummer, real shame, and kind of like dilutes my interest in the Ant Man so movie Marvel, dramatically. Oh yeah, Marvel sure. movie studios is basically turning into like Warner Brothers with DC, only instead of like you have to be dark and gritty, it's like you have to be funny in a very specific yeah, way. Well, and any I, deviation from that funny, is yeah. And one really don't like this new direction. Keeping in mind is that um, this is sort of is Disney's Marvel now. Yeah, and when of course started, Disney. Yeah, yeah, and they have very strong corporate mandate involved. Yeah. That could have been part of it, too. It's really hard to say. No one's really talking about it. Um, Joss Whedon posted a really enjoyable tribute um, where it was a black and white photo of him looking down very solid but holding up a Cornetto ice cream, oh, which I really enjoyed. Okay. Um, yeah, and obviously everyone's pretty mum on it. I'm sure eventually we'll all find out what happened yeah. right now. I'm sure merchandising conflicts came into it. I mean, you know, like like Disney would sure. have been like, we've got to work these things in because we're going to sell them on merchandising, sure. so that's got to be in the script. And For sure, and maybe it could have been yeah. that whatever his version is, they were concerned about not being PG or G, which mm-hmm. is obviously an important thing for them to ma- maintain yeah. now. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Um, I'm sure, you know, Edgar Wright's going to get work. There's already been talked to uh, about, apparently, he's been developing a, uh, Wayne, you must remember the Night Stalker, the TV show. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. so he's apparently been talking about doing that uh, with uh, Johnny that Depp. Be, that could be hilarious. <laughs> oh, with Johnny Depp. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, could yeah. be hilarious. Which could be really, All really right, fun. Okay. So he'll, get, he'll, yeah. he'll land on his feet. Um, oh, he'll be fine. Yeah, no, yeah. he'll be fine. No, but I mean, it's, it's Marvel's loss. Yeah, it's Marvel's it really loss. is. It really is. And uh, But it was just... It's really weird because they've been such a filmmaker-friendly studio, but then you start to think about it, and I guess it makes sense. Disney. Well, let's not forget as well that John Favreau, who essentially created the Marvel tone with Iron Man, yeah, that's he true. was supposed yeah. to direct Avengers, Avengers, he got kicked out of that. He was supposed to direct Iron Man 3, got kicked out of that. I think they're becoming a less and less yeah. independent filmmaker-friendly place. Yep. And uh, that could be the sign of the beginning of the end. Yep. Do you, do you like fine, this? Which is fine, since I prefer DC over Marvel. Anyway, yeah, me too, so but like, yeah. DC's okay. doing worse. Than Sorry, do you like this kind of direction that they're going in? Like, if you think that's because they have to stick in a specific tone, do you like that Well, tone? I mean, like, I, I do like the tone they've established. I understand the... Um, the I, I understand their desire to sort of keep it a certain way, but at the same time, if you even look at Marvel, the comic book world, like, the books that are most interesting are always the ones when they allow writers to run wild with the established material. Like yeah. Marvel 1985. Exactly. Right? By Mark exactly. Marvel hero movies have they've like in terms of quality mm-hmm. or at least in writing um, I found it's gone downhill really? yeah I, I, I haven't was good as I haven't seen Captain America yet so maybe I'm I'm wrong but yeah. like that first like the, the wave yeah. before the Avengers and even the Avengers the Avengers was a good action movie but like yeah. I don't know I just haven't enjoyed them as much as I thought I would it's pretty great. Now, I have no complaints about the products they've put out so far. I mean, my least, I, by far my least favorite ones are the Thor movies, but I always disliked Thor, even in the comics, so there's nothing I can do about that. I do think what they've done so far is good. I think it's a worrying sign, but it's too early to predict if that's going to... It's really hard to even say. Even Pixar couldn't be amazing forever. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's just weird because they present themselves in such a friendly place. And I hear also part of it is that um, by, when they... When, 
and James Gunn was hired to do Guardians of the Galaxy before it became a Disney product, and I, the Disney people are apparently very weirded out by how strange and messed up that movie ended up being, which is why I'm excited to see it. Yeah. But again, pointing things in the right direction, and it makes sense that Disney would have a problem with the guy who made trauma movies coming yeah. in and taking over. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. But so anyway, we'll see what happens there. It's bizarre. It's very. It's very. It does not bode well for the future. And also, that and also very quietly, same day, uh, Drew Goddard, um, who wrote Cabin, wrote, directed Cabin in the Woods, oh. he dropped out of Daredevil. Same day, oh. and they just slipped that out. Man, it's oh. like, what is happening? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just the mouse has taken over. Seems that way. Yeah. Seems and that way. Like, oh, all right. Too bad, Marvel. Oh, DC, you've got your shot. Yeah. You can you can take it back now. You probably yeah. won't. But no, they won't. They're, Sad those Batman. Those are going to be worse. And I'm positive. And I'm you know. Ant-Man, we'll see, but I'm positive Avengers 2 is going to be the end of superhero movies. Well, as long as they let Joss Whedon continue to be Joss Whedon. Which which they totally are. It'll be fine. Yeah, Yeah. totally are. So, anyway, we'll see. That was very, very odd. That all happened. That's kind of upsetting. Uh, Yeah. And additional news. Um, Oh, Lego Batman 3. Did you guys see the trailer for that? I didn't. There's a Lego Batman 3. I didn't see the trailer. I saw a picture. Space. Space. Space Lego Batman. Yeah. Which I'm into. Okay. Should be fun. That could be really cool. Yeah, it could be gigantic, mm-hmm. ginormous. It could be fun. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Um, and, oh, and this week Mark Wahlberg described Transformers 4 as being more believable than previous Transformers films, which I find intriguing since this one has robot dinosaurs. Yeah. But um, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, and then it was also a big week for uh, Gareth Edwards, who made uh, Godzilla, yep. um, because it was announced that, A, he will be directing the first Star Wars spin-off film. Uh, no one's sure what that is, but probably safe to say it'll be Boba Fett. Boba Fett, please. And, Fett. Uh, yeah, so he'll be doing that, and in addition to that, he will also be supervising a full, uh, the two other parts of a Godzilla trilogy. Supervising? Yeah. Well, well I mean, he's going to at least direct one, whether okay. or not direct. I'm still yeah. holding up the third one will be Pacific Rim versus Godzilla, and Guillermo del Toro will make it. Um, so I'll let him, Gareth Edwards, do whatever he has to do to get to that point. The um, Jaegers are Jaegers are going to be like Jaegers? just completely dwarfed by Godzilla, though. I mean, like well, they'll have to build bigger Jaegers. Yeah, I guess or they'll, they'll, or they'll have come to. together like yeah. the Megazord. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. okay. Right? Be cool. Wow. Right? All right. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. Um, throwing the Power Rangers in there. Yeah. They have to call right. upon the Power Rangers to do this. So that's what I'm hoping <laughs> for. Um, we'll see. But anyway, yeah. No, it's a which is it's it just exciting that that guy, you know, a couple years ago, basically on credit cards and his. Yeah own personal computer created a monster movie and now he's in yep. charge of two gigantic well, I mean, franchises he i mean he he held himself up respectably with god's he did he did a great, great, great job just, yeah great great job good movie yeah, which we need to talk time. about and then the last little bit of news i've got is that alfonso Cuarón. there's been a lot of uh, rumors floating around of what his next movie will be since his last one was gravity which was a gigantic hit anyone in academy award for so he pretty well has carte blanche and uh, there was rumors that he was going to do a J.K. Rowling adaptation of that book she wrote after Harry Potter. The, he dispelled those himself. The current rumor is that he might be doing a prequel to The Shining about the Overlook Hotel, which really? I would be super into. Yeah. Well, super, I mean, like, super into. He's just going to be going through those hallways and through those hotel rooms in like mm-hmm. one never-ending take. Well, mm-hmm. And you could do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you could do the original story with the... Uh, the original caretaker who went crazy yep. before Jack yep. and um, and yep. also massive take through the hedge maze for sure non-stop tracking shot for sure. through the hedge maze That's, Indian burial ground etc 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 yeah no I'm I really hope he does it because he's such a great director 
Um, and I find directors who are particularly visually inclined like him are the ones who make the best horror movies. And he's never made a real one, but he has made movies with some big scare sequences. Mm. And I'd be excited to see him cut loose, do a proper horror movie on a, with a big budget. So God willing. It could be interesting. It will happen. Yeah. It could be interesting. And that's it. I'm newsless now. No, except for that other unpleasant rumor. Which is what? Film related. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you take Michael, this because it, yeah. it doesn't really mean much this, to me. Yeah, okay, yeah. This this is kind of like, yeah, um, a wooden stake to my unfeeling immortal heart. <laughs> is, Your uh, otaku heart? Yeah, my, my unfeeling immortal otaku heart is that now there are rumors circling around that, you know, it's like Michael Bay, the um, destroyer of all that is oh, good and shiny in this world. Overdramatic. Is now cast his dark, all-seeing, corrupting <laughs> eye upon Evangelion. Evangelion, I don't know how you pronounce it. I mm. pronounce Evangelion. it. Neon Genesis Evangelion is mm. how I pronounce it, which is like one of the cornerstones of classic adult anime series. It's mm. like it's, it's just a completely amazing series. And now there are rumors that Michael Bay might be interested in it, which is, you know, pretty much like finding out that the registered sex offender in your neighborhood oh is my God. asking your little girl, so what kind of dresses do you like to wear? Mm-hmm when you go to a tea party because you know I've got a tea party it's like no Michael Bay stay away from Evangelion she doesn't need to wear your dress it's like you shouldn't be wearing that dress either Michael Bay just you know it's like step away from Evangelion this is bad just don't do it okay because you know it's like not only are you going to be traumatized you know it's like Evangelion is going to be traumatized and everybody that has to watch is going to be completely traumatized so it's like don't do it Michael Bay it's like you've killed Transformers you know, it's like you're killing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, it's like you're... Oh, he's just producing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's going to be horrible. Yeah, yeah, but it's easy to I'm excited for it. I'm not. It looks okay. Well, here's the thing is, I think I mentioned on the podcast before, is any Ninja... Like, if you watched any Ninja Turtle product now, they're you not you'd actually good. like it? I don't think so. Even if you go back and watch... Like, I would Older laugh. Stuff. No, it's like, good. no, my, my, yeah. Michael, Michael Bay is like, you know, the unfortunate twin brother yeah. of King Midas, where he ran into the goddess that cursed him with everything oh, he touches turns I, to shit. Yeah, but I like, like... But, so it's now he's going to touch Evangelion. And, you know, it's like, movies, if everything yeah. that you touch turns to shit and you touch Evangelion, guess what's yeah. going to happen? So it's like, no, no, Michael Bay. He's not, Don't do it. I like The Rock. He gets a lot of bad rap. I like The Rock a lot, and I like Panic Game. I do think he's... Um, First Probably an idiot. Yeah, and and definitely a pervert. I mean, like the last but, thing that I want to see is like you know yeah. we open Evangelion the movie and like you know here are those great big evil robots and then all of a sudden they just explode apropos of nothing and then afterwards people are like what happened that robot exploded well what's happening now oh you know my control panel is exploding it's like wait a minute the people in the office they're exploding too the scientist oh she just exploded that sounds pretty let's fun. look at the monitor our monitors are exploding too everything's exploding what's yeah, happening with that sounds like good that sounds pretty fun that. I think those Transformer movies would be great if you had the option to buy a ticket to just the action scenes cut together yeah I think it'd be amazing Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. No, you can't. No. Be half price. Yeah. And not even. I'd pay more, <laughs> to be honest with you. Optimus Prime is yeah, not yeah, supposed yeah. to say my bad. Yeah. But he did say my bad in the very first Transformers movie. And as soon as that happened... because he spent all this time like, on the internet. Shut right down for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, show me ten minutes of any Transformers cartoon, and I can show you an equally stupid line. I'm positive. Yeah. That's the thing with like I understand that there's a certain level of nostalgia with Transformers. I had it too, but yeah. they but the toys were the best part. Yeah. The cartoon was always garbage. For one thing, how did Megatron shrink down to the size of a handgun? Quantum physics, man. Yeah, no, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, well, no, the thing is, when it comes to Transformers, <laughs> it does. It totally does. When it comes to Transformers, it's a movie about robots that turn into cars. 
And when it comes to Teenage Mutant... No, 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 there's more than meets the eye. (laughs) And when it comes to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... And when it comes to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's about turtles that are really big that fight crime in New York. Like, how can you make a movie... Like, a lot of the... Like, how do you make something realistic out of that? You just got to treat it as a joke, and that's what he did, and... I'm positive that movie's going to be garbage. It is going to be garbage. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you're looking back, it's definitely going to be better than the original three. No, the first one. Uh, I think it's better than, than the original the first three. One. The first Go one. back and watch the first one. It's, it, yeah, it's no, not it's, good. It's not great. No, but it's I'm fun, sure, it's bad. But I'm right. sure it's going to be better than this one is. For one thing, it has the sweet, sweet Jim Henson pucha, uh, uh, puppets rather than a yeah. digital CG, computer yeah. part. It'll definitely yeah. be better than the third one. Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah, okay. hands down. Right, Probably better than Secret of the Ooze, too, but it won't have vanilla ice, so the cool factor is significantly lower. Maybe they can get m There's no contemporary. No, because they have to get vanilla ice himself back in there. And he do it, too. He's not doing much. I'll do a punk rock version of Ninja Rap. Yeah, he does all yeah. those like things. Well, he used to do all those. Because only Vanilla Ice shows. could just have a bunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles crash into the middle of his act. Go, wow, those mutants just kept crash those roof. I gotta rap about yeah. this. I've never and then been, immediately start rapping. Yeah, I've never been able to find it again. But I found one, one time on YouTube. I found this interview with Vanilla Ice from the set of Ninja Turtles, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Where he was like, "I can't believe it, man! Like they told me." I come down, the Ninja Turtles would be here, and I'd rap about them, and I'm here, and that's exactly what's happening. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's one of the funniest things. See, you gotta love, you know, it's like Vanilla Ice. Oh, in, in retrospect, you gotta love it. Oh, it's like, Cool yeah. as Ice is one of the funniest movies ever made. Not intentionally, yeah. in any way. <laughs> but it is ridiculous. It's him on, like, leading a motorcycle gang, surrounded by black people, to try and make it seem as though yeah. it's cool that he's rapping. Yeah. And then they end up in this small town and for some reason stay in what I'm assuming is a house by the people who designed Pee Wee's Playhouse <laughs> okay. for Pee Wee. And, uh, and then, yeah, it just gets more and more absurd from there. There's this amazing montage where he like, goes on a date with a girl and they just go to a construction site and chase each other and laugh, which <laughs> I try to do. Yeah. It totally doesn't work. Went to okay. jail. It totally doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, the rest I can't recommend okay. enough. So it's like it Dirty right Dancing, now. but with rap and LSD. It is hilarious. It's just better. Yeah. It is hilarious. <laughs> and it was the first American film by Steven Spielberg, cinematographer. Three years later, he made Chandler's List. Cool as Ice, then Chandler's List. Three wow. It's pretty wow. good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Step up. Yeah. yeah. He obviously learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, he did. That was a real learning experience. Thank you, Vanilla for teaching me so much about the portrayal of the Jewish Holocaust. Yeah. It's, That's yeah. great. Yeah. No, it's great. Cool cool no, no, really. Thank you, Vanilla Thank you so done. much. Yeah. No, cool as I the classic guys. It's a brilliant story. Oh, I'll my God. Yeah. Oh, just, no. Uh, it was never not funny. Yeah. Cool as ice. Never not funny. <laughs> I think I have a movie to watch this weekend. Yeah, no, definitely. Please watch. <laughs> I think I know what I want to watch. Yeah. Now it's to gotta dig that shit up. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> definitely do it. I also recommend what was it called? Um, samurai Cop. This is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. The cop is not a samurai in any way. Oh, He's just like he looks excited. like they wrote it for. Um, I don't know. They were just trying to manufacture a crappy action movie. And it's like, if you were to make a parody of a bad 80s movie, you couldn't make one as perfect as this. Like, people even screw up lines and they leave it in. Oh, wow. It's okay. amazing. Yeah. No, so, Samurai like, like Cop, the, the room of action movies, I yeah, guess? Yeah, no, just... it's about the room, okay. for sure. It's right. about that quality. Yeah, no, I can't. 
Yeah, it's fucking magical. People just jumping in with swords and like, oh, hi, ninja. And yeah. just, they get into it. No, they never <laughs> address the fact that he's called You're Samurai. You're tearing God. me apart, never, ninja. Never There's wild. nothing with samurai in it whatsoever. Well, he has a samurai sword at one point. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. That yeah. think, title's justified. I think that's where it comes <laughs> yeah. from, but I'm uncertain. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's no, a bit of magic. That's a double bill for you this weekend. Cool okay. slice and samurai cop. Mm-hmm. There we go, got, got the marathon. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think I would, yeah. I totally think I would enjoy yeah, yeah. it. So. All right, thank you, Phil. No problem. While we have you, though, have you actually been playing uh, anything? Oh, well, should I do movies first, or should we get into games? Oh, yeah, because we yeah. always forget your movies. Yeah, 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 I got two this week, actually. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. The first one, sorry, Mel. It's Maleficent. Was it? No, it's terrible. I, I figured it'd be terrible. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Um, it's basically, like, the latest in the string of... Terrible? Uh, yeah, no, terrible, but no, of uh, children's fairy tales remade as, like, Lord of the Rings-style battle fantasies following uh, Snow White and the Huntsman and Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland and Oz the Great and Powerful, um, where they suck all I the fun I liked out of it. Oz the Great and Powerful. Oz the Great and Powerful was good. No, yeah, I liked that one. I hate the Wizard of Oz, don't too. Be, don't be stupid, guys. <laughs> that movie was terrible. I love Sam Raimi more than you guys love life, and even I couldn't get behind it. I couldn't. That movie is garbage. But anywho, well, was um, it like Batman Forever for you, or you know, no, Oz the Great and Powerful? Robin? Was it like Batman and Robin? Because no, it's the not. Sense Did you leave betrayal, disappointed? Yeah, the sense of betrayal I get from your tone of voice yeah. when you talk about Batman yeah. and Robin. Yeah, it's no, palpable. no, it's not as bad as that. Like it's it. That's the thing is, it's not like the worst movie ever made. It's just so deeply mediocre and such a missed opportunity that it's frustrating. Is but anyway, she evil or good? No, she's good. That's they recast Maleficent as a fairy who was spurned by a king, who was spurned by a prince who once loved her, and now the, he's the king and he's the evil one. And Maleficent, they do the um, when they do that, they do the they do the the best scene in the whole movie is they do the scene when she shows up and puts the curse on her, and Angelina Jolie actually gets to vamp and be evil in that, and she's fucking spectacular when she gets to be evil. It's great, but then. Um, uh, the uh, Sleeping Beauty is set up to be raised by fairies, and then she becomes a sort of benevolent godmother who looks over the girl and, like, gradually falls in love with her. And it's uh, and then there's a bunch of action scenes with dwarves and stuff. I know. Roll away from the table. Yeah, no, it's garbage. It's it's a real waste of time. Um, and, yeah, it's just this distressing trend. I guess just because they've all been so successful, that's the thing that so we do a fairy mean- tale and live action, and then we give the main character a sword at a certain point, and they fight. But, um, so, yeah, no, this I was really, really disappointed with. But I do have to say that, like, during the, like, 30 to 40 minutes when Angelina Jolie actually gets to play Maleficent is, like, ridiculously entertaining. She's amazing. They cast, they cast that absolutely perfectly. It's just, unfortunately, they didn't stick to their guns and actually yeah. make a movie about a villain. They sort of remade, recast her as a fairy hero. Maybe the next one will be about Ursula and how she's really trying to protect Ariel by stealing her voice from <laughs> Got, marrying the evil yeah, Prince Eric. Exactly, yeah, yeah something like that. So anyway, that was a huge, huge uh, disappointment. With it, with again, some moments that were great. I really it was the it's the first time in four years Angelina Jolie's actually been in a movie. It's the first time since The Tourist. Oh, yeah, okay. has it been um, that long? Yeah, it really okay. has. And I uh, just sort of forget what a strong presence she has, and it's a shame that that performance was wasted on uh, such a deeply mediocre, burgeoning on shitty movie. <laughs> so there's that. And then the other movie that comes out this week is A Million Ways to Die in the West, the new Seth MacFarlane comedy. And um, it's pretty much exactly what you expect. It's just sort of a, a, yeah, it's a stock Western plot filled with jokes by the family guy writing staff. And uh, I enjoy Seth MacFarlane. I think he's a funny guy. I think he gets a bad rap. And I laughed hysterically in this. It has the best diarrhea joke I've seen in a long, long time. And 
This is high praise coming from Yeah, oh, yeah, no, and I love me some diarrhea jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's had his fair run <laughs> yeah, with diarrhea yeah, yeah. jokes. And uh, Southern Crown's perfectly fine as the lead. Um, it probably, like, the comedians around him are a little stronger, shows his weaknesses as an actor, but in terms of, like, an ego-stroking career move, he actually carries the movie fairly well. They shot it in Monument Valley, where John Ford and all the classic Western people shot That's a nice nod. That's a really nice nod. Yeah, so it looks it looks really, really pretty. Um, Do they ever mention that it's actually Monument Valley? Or no, it's, like, it's no, really no, just no, cinema no. files have not, to pick it's, out, it's like, yeah, oh, it's Monument Valley. It's not, yeah, okay. it's not that self-conscious. Right, there okay. are a couple, like, pop culture gags filtered in. It's mostly sort of... Mostly the, the humors are based around the fact that it's uh, the West was a filthy, disgusting, awful place where people died all the time, despite the romanticism, which is a totally reasonable uh, thing to hitch a bunch of jokes onto. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, Neil Patrick Harris plays the owner of the local Mustache Emporium, which is as funny as it sounds. Okay, and, that does sound uh, funny. Yeah. It is really funny. Okay. And uh, Liam Neeson plays the bad guy. Unfortunately, he they don't give him a lot of jokes. He's just sort of a straight bad guy, which is kind of a bummer. And he's good, but it's a very lazy performance because like he doesn't even bother to do an American accent. First okay. scene, he's doing his Irish robe thing, and I was like, oh, it's interesting. He chose to do this Irish. And I was like, no, wait, he is Irish. Yeah. What, what, what's going on? Um, and so that was weird. Um, there's a lot of really funny cameos in it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, as with any Seth MacFarlane thing, like, there's no real meaning to it. Um, and it's just a collection of jokes. Okay. But So not quite the incisive satire of, like, Blazing Saddles. No, example, it's no Blazing like, Saddles yeah, whatsoever. Because Blazing Saddles is totally like, hey, guys, racism oh, in a yeah. hilarious way. So. No, Blazing Saddles is amazing, yeah. and it's got nothing on Blazing Saddles. Okay. But for what it is, it's perfectly funny. I'd say it's probably about as strong as Ted overall. I wouldn't <laughs> say... Like, Ted has some really, really ridiculously funny moments in it, and I don't think it ever hits those highs, but Ted also has a third act that's just a gigantic waste of time. Um, and this one doesn't have that simply because he's following basic Western plot conventions, so that it's like when he did the Star Wars parody. Like, the plot's taken care of, mm-hmm. just a matter of putting the jokes yeah. on top. And for fun, like, as far as mainstream comedy, though, like, I've seen every Adam Sandler movie from the past five years. That's, That's unfortunate. Compared to what Adam Sandler is putting in. Poor Adam comedy. Sandler. And uh, this, yeah, as, as a like raunchy, funny, good time comedy, this is exactly what we should be getting. And okay. I hope he keeps making movies because he's a pretty funny guy. Pretty, pretty funny. What's that? Okay. Done. Can we talk about Godzilla? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy Godzilla? Because the rest of us saw it? Yeah. I didn't see I didn't it. See okay, it. except for Melon. Well, like, half Melon of us didn't see it. Either. It's just two oh, of you. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I guess we can't talk about Godzilla. Godzilla. We can talk about Godzilla privately. Right? We'll probably yeah, see so it we'll, soon. We'll talk about Godzilla. I really want to see it. It's great. Yeah. great. And X-Men was freaking amazing to it. I want to see X-Men too. Yeah. I loved it. Waste all my money at the theater. It's amazing. And it feels like for the first time they actually got the budget to do an actual X-Men story that feels like the comics. Yeah, because I mean, it's like when you've got sentinels around and people with magnetic and psychic powers that should be like hurling buildings. Totally. And you don't see that in the movies. Totally. And they continue to do the sort of... um, historical fiction aspect for first class which I really enjoy yeah. and only now it's in the 70s they've now it's moved, in the 70s they've moved is, up a decade yeah, so. which is a great decade and um, do they show like you know really awful horrendous 70s New York at all like does that get any um, Wolverine's in, in New York at the beginning okay. but they don't really okay yeah because I mean like great. yeah New York yeah. in the 70s was just I'm like so a really sick. fascinating horrible city yeah. at that time I'm yeah. so sick of Wolverine yeah at this point yeah I'm just tired of that character yeah. on and, screen. And yet at the same time, you know, it's like the mainstream just can't get enough. I mean, it's like, you know, even amongst, you know, the comic fans, it's yeah, like, you know, Wolverine like, has always been like the guy for Marvel. The, yeah. the, so. the, the X-Men movies 
started in like the early 2000s. Yeah, I remember seeing years. it when I was like a child with mm-hmm. my dad. And yeah, it was cool seeing Wolverine then. And it's the same Wolverine since almost on a yearly ba- basis now. And it's just so frustrating and annoying and boring. It's only, it's only five movies in 15 years. Yeah, that. but it's just it's the same character over and over yeah, again. Yeah, and Wolverine's not Lately, they've been deep. force-feeding. Yeah, Wolverine's not a particularly deep character. It never was. No. It's fun, I mean, sure. people really just want to see him like bring out the claws and then yeah. just start cutting stuff up. It's like, like, I like... That's Wolverine. Like, I enjoyed the Wolverine. Like, I, wa- I watched it and I really liked it. And, like, I'll probably watch it again. It's just the fact that, like, so much all the time yeah with well, him what are you gonna do yeah um but oh, uh yeah I, you know I, I uh no I, I loved it I thought it was great um I, I, I can't wait for them for them to do the next one Apocalypse it's pretty much guaranteed at this point that there is gonna oh, be oh yeah Gigantic yeah. yeah people love it so, so yeah, they're gonna 20th Century Fox gets to hold on to that X-Men yeah. license and I'm sure they'll much to Marvel's chagrin and I'm sure once they put out Fantastic Four they'll fold Fantastic Four into the X-Men universe and have crossover movies and so far Mark Millar is the guy in charge of all those oh, okay, Marvel yeah. movies now so okay. everything's gonna be good so we're gonna maybe get a those, decent Invisible Woman this time maybe those Fantastic oh, yeah. Four As movies will Jessica Alba, be watchable yeah, it, was, it was terrible that was not happening it was the guy who directed Chronicle that's in charge Oh, okay. Chronicles, great. That's a movie. Yeah, so I'm all for it. All right. What have you been playing, Phil? I played Mario Kart and it was great. You can talk to Cody about it. I played Mario Kart and it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. So much fun. I thought they, I I was impressed by the, like, the scale of it. It was the first game I played on the Wii U that actually felt like a... Next Gen has arrived. Totally, yeah. Like, obviously, everything's looked better than Wii because Wii was really outdated. Yeah. But this is the first one that felt, yeah, it felt... Like a neck, it felt above even the Xbox or PlayStation. Did you play multiplayer? Yep. Do you notice uh, some of the quality? Yeah, quality dropped a bit. But I mean, if you're playing with four people, it, the screen's so small. There's not yeah, exactly. A huge difference. Now, definitely, one player is looks dramatically better for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, when I'm playing multiplayer, I'm not focused on the like graphical beauty. I'm focused is there on kicking only at, kicking local? that asshole's ass and try, is trying to. Is there only local multiplayer, or is there? Nope, there's online, online too. Okay. And online, I found worked really, really well. Okay. I, okay. I don't know if you had. I didn't play online. online. No, we did a, a four-player race, and we did. Uh, I, I played by myself a little bit, and I did a two-player race right as well. On. No, it worked. The new tracks were amazing. The, yeah. The gravity thing was really, really uh, good. They did. They just Nintendo's really good with that franchise. Of every time a new one comes out, it feels Nintendo like knows how to make games that you can play with everyone. Yeah. That's just that they know how to do that. They know how to put make those games that make you want to kill your friends. Yeah. And the new items were fantastic. I love that that there was an item that can actually stop the blue shell now. Yes. If you can do, if you can time it out properly. Thank God. Which was a really nice surprise. The the eight though. We get all item. All yeah, items. Yeah, yeah, that thing sucked. Yeah, I hated great. that. wasn't great. But other than that, yeah, no, I loved it, and I loved how even they do the thing they've done for the past few now, where you get one circuit of all new tracks, one circuit of classic tracks, even the classic tracks they've updated to include the new technology. I like the and everything. Bowser's Castle. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, Bowser's Castle was great. That was awesome. Yeah, I love. It's my I, favorite track in yeah. any game. Just the whole thing. I um, yeah, I thought. I think. I think it is the first like. I really loved uh, Super Mario 3D Land. Yeah, that was what it was called. It's convoluted title. Um, And mainly just because I thought it was really incredibly designed that you could have up to four people doing a platformer at the same time and it wasn't a big clusterfuck. It actually worked. Um, I didn't like it. I thought it was a good time, but this is the first time that... Yeah, this feels like the first game where it's actually worth buying the system for. So this is a system seller. You would tell people... For sure. Okay, go out and buy this game. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. It's it's absolutely fantastic and really good sign uh, for the future. I feel. If, Assuming uh, that they keep this momentum going. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Because I don't because I enjoyed Super Mario 3D Land, but I don't consider that the like first proper mm-hmm. Mario game that could only be on the system. Yeah, exactly. For Mario so, Galaxy set the standard so high. Yeah. There's no way they it's, aren't it, I mean, it's, it's going to have to be a new Mario they, yeah, Galaxy they're, game. That, yeah. Exactly. So, they're going to do something uh, like that. Super Mario Galaxy HD collection along with Super Mario Galaxy 3. Yeah. Make it happen. Nintendo. Something might happen. Yeah. Something, make it happen. something like that's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. So, yeah. No. Um, freaking great. Definitely get it. Go play it. You played it yet, Mel? Mario Kart 8? Yeah. No. You're missing out. You will. I'm waiting. No, I'm going to buy it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most likely. You're going to love the well, shit out of it. Not tomorrow, because now I have to pay back. Should oh, sap, but you know. Right, right, right. Eventually. Oh, yeah, you have a Wii U at home, right? Get your, get I do, so I might borrow the office copy. Get your roommate to buy it. He's, I've been covering our bills. He has even less money than I do. <laughs> okay, we'll borrow the office copy then. I might borrow the office copy yeah, for a few it's, days. It's friggin' fantastic. Just touch it. You'll love it. And that's it. That's all I've been playing. Okay. Wayne? Uh, I've been playing and reviewing Watch Dogs. Yeah. So, where what side of it's, the debate do you? We're, we're we're you know it's like you know how you were segueing or this is my segue is you know how you were saying that you first played <coughs> Super Mario Kart Eight and mm. that was like this is next gen. Yeah. yeah and yeah. now with Watch Dogs, you know Ubisoft and all those guys were yeah. saying that this is going to be the next gen game. Yeah. And this is going to define next gen gaming. Yeah. I did not get that feeling it's when not, I played the game. Yeah, it didn't not at look all. like that. To However, me, yeah. I do think it's a good game. Yeah. It's not a bad game. It's just it's it's falling into the Titanfall curse. Yeah. Of expectations are just so unreasonably high for what this game is supposed to do that when you sit down and you play it and you think to yourself, it's pretty good but it's not a religious experience. You know, there's there's an uncharitable part of you that says, oh well I guess the game must be a failure then if it's not like completely blowing my mind and altering my perception of gaming as we know and it doesn't do that. It looks a bit dull to me if I'm honest. Yeah, All the the hacking mechanics look like it slowed down That's that's the thing. It kind of depends on what your particular um, taste is in yeah, gaming. Yeah, I like blowing stuff up. Yeah, see, because it's like, for the guys that like stealth, yeah. they'll actually enjoy this game quite right. a lot because if you really embrace the hacking mechanics and take full advantage of what that can do, yeah. then in certain situations, it is possible for you to just hide out in one area and hack and manipulate the environment in such a way that you kill every single person yeah. without ever having to set foot in and shoot anybody yourself. I'm sure that's so, fun. It's just, I like the Grand Theft Auto approach. It's not that fun. Yeah. It's like, it, I... I Personally, when I, I played, like, what, half an hour, maybe, okay, I mean, something like that. I finished it, it, it so. Yeah, so your opinion's obviously more uh, thought out than mine. But I just thought, like, I just didn't have that much fun. Like, I thought that it was just an, it was very, very okay. And it wasn't anything better than okay. No, I mean, the, 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 the other interesting thing about it also is multiplayer and the way that they've worked that in there, which at first I was kind of hesitant about it, and I, don't I, was, I was really wondering whether or not I should just pull the Ethernet cable out of my PS4 and just make sure that I didn't get involved in multiplayer at all, but I figured mm. it was like, no, look, okay, I'm reviewing this game, so I should see how the multiplayer works. Mm. And it's basically like Demon or Dark Souls, in that you, know, you don't go into a server and then you're running around, or you don't go into a lobby and then you're running around in an environment with like, you know, 12 guys, six to each side, and just shooting each other up. That's not the mm-hmm. way it works. Instead, you just get a message saying that your area is being invaded by somebody. Mm-hmm. And they're either there to, like, steal information out of your smartphone, or they're there to actually profile you and just kind of, like, you know, follow you around until okay. they've gathered up enough information from you. So they are actually not there to kill you. If they kill you, they fail. So it actually turns into, like, you know, cat and mouse, where you are the cat, 
and you're being told that there's this mouse that's just invaded your area, and you've basically got to find them and kill them. So they've got an objective that they have to fulfill, but they're completely on the defensive. They cannot run up to hmm. you and shoot you because they failed a mission if they do that. So now it's up to you to, like, and it's really, really interesting to see how people have actually handled uh, the multiplayer aspect. Like, um, I invaded one person's game, mm-hmm. and as soon as he realized that he was being invaded, he retaliated by just calmly pulling out a shotgun and shooting every single NPC in sight, <laughs> just thinking that by process of elimination, I'm eventually <laughs> going to get this guy. Mm-hmm. Except that what he didn't realize was that I'd actually followed him, and I parked in a car, and I used the hide option where he basically just leaned down into the passenger seat so that you can't be seen. Mm. So I just watched this guy running around shooting all of these people and he just had no idea that I was there because I was hiding in the car the whole time. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, but then (laughs) there are other people where, you know, it's like they find out that they're being invaded and they don't panic and they take it very calmly and... You know, it's like I didn't realize that the guy had actually found me because I was using like my hide in the car trick, but he actually went to the high ground and was like, you know, viewing people from the rooftop until he finally figured out where I was. And then he just sniped me <laughs> while I was hiding in the car because I didn't know that he'd gone to the roof to like, you know, try and find me. So you, you see a lot of interesting things that way. Um, as far as the actual single player game goes, the way I describe it in the review is that it's about one half. Grand Theft Auto, one quarter um, actually it's more like one half Assassin's Creed, one quarter Grand Theft Auto and one quarter just like the weird hacking mechanic um, so you can't expect this to be GTA it's mm. not, like especially if you compare it to GTA 5 where the area is huge yeah, yeah. and there's so much stuff to do it's, uh, it does not have that scope yeah. um, and I felt that you know, because like when you think of GTA 5, it's like, oh, yeah, I can you know, go into a movie theater and watch, like, you know, this hilarious mm-hmm. art house cinema satire, or I can mm-hmm. just watch TV, or I can go on the fake internet, or I can take yoga lessons, or I can play the stock market. Yeah. Here, it's really more like, it's about the same scope as the very first GTA 3 on the PS2, where it's like, you've got... It's still pretty big. Yeah, you've got crime side quests that you can fulfill, but there's not, like, you know, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of, you know, extra superfluous stuff that you can do. It's basically confined to, like, the hacking stuff, the um, car racing and combat stuff and the usual GTA, you know, go into a gang hideout and, you know, clear them out, right. you know, that kind of thing. So, so it's still a good time. Yeah, so, so there's a lot of stuff to do there, but if you're comparing it to GTA, then the amount of activities are minuscule compared yeah. to GTA Five. but still a lot of stuff in there for an open-world game. I mean... Yeah. I think I'm going to skip this one. I decided yeah. that a long time ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even though you have a PS4? Yep. I still got to finish... Hold out for the Wii U version. I still got to finish both... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I still got to finish both um, uh, Infamous and uh, Tomb, Tomb Raider anyways. So. How far are you in Infamous now? Um, not very far. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, still running around Infamous with those neon towers? Yes. Yeah. Neon is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love neon. Fun. It's super fun. I just haven't, uh, yeah, I just, um, I, like I played a lot of Mario Kart last week and, yeah. and I just haven't, haven't been doing a lot of gaming lately. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it, it's kind of weird because it's like, you know, yeah, Infamous is actually a much, much shorter game yeah. than um, Watch Dogs. But yeah. For some reason, I actually felt that I enjoyed Infamous a little more than Watch Dogs, yeah. which is reflected in my scores as well, because yeah. I gave Infamous a 9, and I gave Watch Dogs an 8. And yeah. part of the reason for that also is that I, it's like, I think that it was just a marketing decision, but somebody over there was like, we got to make sure that people feel like they get their money's worth from this game. Yeah. So this is an action game, and the, if you're just trying to do only the main story quests, mm. you're probably still looking at, like, over 20 hours. Jeez. If you just ignore all the side quest stuff and are only doing the story quests. That is pretty it's, ginormous. It's, it's, it's a gigantic game, and, like, every time I kept thinking, it's like, you really should be wrapping this up now. This story has been going on for so long. They were like, 
another complication that has just opened up, which has like this long plot line that's going to take forever to resolve before we finally get you back on track to resolving the major conflict of the game. Yeah, so. I feel like as per usual, it's going to be yeah. the titles that are announced at E3 this year mm-hmm. that are actually going to define. Yeah, like, these these are the ones where they they've got be. a few years under their belt. You know, it's like they know how to do it better now. Yeah, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and also Arkham yeah. City. It's going to be and the greatest Arkham, game yeah. ever. Or Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Yep. Arkham Knight. It's not one. Arkham City. That Arkham City was already yeah. out and yeah. good. But Arkham. Yeah. Did you see the new trailer for Arkham Knight? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, it looks so good. Okay. And I also had a weird experience where at a comedy show, I sat next to a guy who was a uh, programmer in Montreal who had worked on Arkham Ar- Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh my god, tell me everything. And he uh, he said that he just sort of worked on one level, but it's a level where you're in one of the blimps, you know, the blimps from, like, the animated series. Oh, my you're God. You're in one of those while it's crashing into you the city. Go- wow, okay. the crap out of bad guys. All right. Which I was like, thank you so much for that telling me amazing. about that. He's like, you're a rock star, dude. I need to go you're to totally bathroom. a rock star. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so I, uh, yeah, that's the one I can't okay. freaking wait. Yeah. That's and I'm sure there cool. will be other good stuff, too. And also that horror game. I really want to play that. Evil Within. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I'm like, yeah, so, so, yeah, they, they had an event in the States uh, yeah. Where some journalists, not us, yeah. were invited down <laughs> to mess around with it. Sweet. And, is there yeah. a release date on that yet? Um, yes, yes, there is a release date on that. Um, it's like the, it's October twenty fourth, I believe. No, it's October. Now. Oh, yes. Halloween. Yes, it's Halloween. Yeah, it got pushed back. Yeah, I love it. Love so, it. Love it. Love I could be wrong, but I believe. No, it's you're right. 24th. You're right. It's, it's it's been pushed over into October, uh, no, which that good to me. which really means that it's now going up against now. Dragon Age and Arkham Knight and. No, it's, it's, no, I think Arkham it's an, it's Arkham coming Knight out at a good time. Back to 2015, no, it didn't. Oh no, no, no. <gasps> Arkham. See, apparently, apparently there was a miscommunication with that. Yeah. See, so what what happened was people misunderstood. Um, they were showing off Arkham Knight at PAX, yeah. and people were screaming. And while they were screaming, the guys who were like trying to be heard on the microphone were yeah. saying, "So, you know, Arkham Knight is you know coming in October, and you know it's like next generation Injustice is going to be coming in 2015 for the PS4, uh, and blah blah blah." Oh but my because, God, there's new Injustice. Coming. Yes, but because everybody because everybody was screaming Arms at the time, they kind of heard it as Arkham Knight is coming in 2015. So no, Arkham Knight is still on track for October. Oh, thank God. Which means that now you got to choose between the Evil Within and Arkham. Night, and yeah, I don't no, think that's, that's much of a choice, a choice for you. No, yeah. it's not a choice. So, because Evil Within will exist yeah. still. I'll yeah. be able to play it at another time. Yeah. But. So that really just means that, you know, it's like, yeah, they just sent Evil Within out to die. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, for nah, me, right I'm, really, I'm really interested in, you know, Evil Within because yeah. it is a horror game, but on, this, on the other hand, I'm a huge RPG nut. Yeah, yeah. And Dragon Age Inquisition is also coming out in yeah. October on top of Arkham Knight, so... Well, the I thing is, oh, oh, man, it's rough. Those the thing is, my game, my, my plan with that will be to get Arkham Knight and and just only do that. Okay. Until it's done. And ideally, oh, so I guess you're not reviewing it because you don't want to play through it as quickly as possible. You no, actually no, no, want I to do. savor it. I do. Oh, no, okay. I do. I, right. Well, it's not that I necessarily want to. It's just I have. I'll have to. Okay. There's no, I will have no choice in the matter. Okay. I'll be playing that nonstop until it's done. And ideally, that'll happen before Halloween, and I'll get even with them just in time for Halloween. Okay. There you go. That'll work. Yeah, you got okay. it all planned out. Yeah, yeah, that is a good plan. Okay. Oh, man. Thank God. I was so upset I had to wait a year for that. No, no. It's it's still coming in October. So, all right. So any other games? Um, Cody? Uh, well, I talked about Mario Kart already. Yeah. And we talked about Watch Dogs. I played those two. Right. I played Wolfenstein. 
Oh, a little so, bit. so how, how far are you into it now? Not very. <laughs> okay, because we, we had that horrible experience. When that's, we were... that's, the, that's the extent of my oh, time okay, with it. We, that we, horrible, horrible experience. The door. Under the door. <laughs> and then you had to hand it over to me just so that we could figure out how to shoot under the door. And then well, once we did that, I turned it over to you. I was like, I don't want to play this, this game anymore. It makes me feel like I'm bad at video games. <laughs> yeah. But aside from that door, okay. I really liked it. Yeah. That was fun. From that door? Yeah. That evil door. We were defeated that, by a door. Yeah, yeah. like, that, that not an enemy. Totally it was a door. I died a lot, but that's because... There were, like, mecha Nazis. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We didn't see any zombie Nazis, but no. there were plenty There's of mecha Nazis. Mecha Nazis. Like a mecha Nazi yeah. dog. That was pretty cool. I'll take that. Um, but I haven't been playing a lot because I've been reading a lot. I'm doing a review for uh, Console Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, that's actually going to turn into a... They're, they're doing a, a screen... Play, not a screenplay. They're, they're going to do like a, a movie adaptation for it. Yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the Ch- Sega Genesis one, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, it's Seth about, doing that. Yep. Seth Rogen's working on it. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, the the book. I'll it's um, <clears throat> it's very like you, you hear all these stories. Like I've heard them before. Like how you know Sony announced the the, the Nintendo PlayStation, and then the next yeah. day Nintendo announced the Nintendo CD attachment with yeah. Philips. Yeah. And it's like it's cool to hear these stories because he actually um, the, the writer um, actually went and spoke to a lot of people. He said there's like over 100 interviews that mm. he did. He actually got to talk to like Howard Lincoln and Tom Kalinske. I think he did. I think he did. Totally he had to have now. he had to have with Kalinske because yeah. like it's it's about him mostly. Okay. Um, he throw he throws in a little bit of uh, you know storytelling because you know happened 20 years ago people don't remember things and yep. a lot of yeah. stuff is kind so of boring so called the yeah. and uh, so it's it's kind of cool because it does add like this you know what's going to happen it's mm-hmm. like halo reach you know you know reach is going to fall mm-hmm. but it's 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 the journey that gets you there that's really interesting because you know at the time that was a i, I don't remember it because i had yeah. a super nintendo and yeah. a sega genesis no, and i was really, like five years old I'm but i'm really interested to read that it, yeah, no, I, I'd recommend it um, if you have if you have the time. It's only like like five hundred pages. Oh, okay. And if you don't know how to read, you can ask Wayne now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or you can yeah, get the reading rainbow. Reading. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Get, get reading rainbow and I'll, figure that out. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll start doing books on tape mm-hmm. or something. And just because I can do that now. Yes. <laughs> Until that Algernon formula. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, just I'm stay sure away from fine. the formula. I'm sure that the Algernon formula will be fine. It will mm-hmm. turn me into even more of a genius. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, and then, you know, it's like I won't be mowing lawns anymore or anything like that. They've also got this VR program lined up for me, you know, which, you know, it's like hopefully, you know, that'll make me more than just a lawnmower man. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a good feeling about that, too. Like, yeah. That's that's not going to corrupt me and make me try to take over the world via VR. Because why would that ever happen? VR is good. Yeah. It only happens mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah. Well, and as you know, Wayne, if you're on any electronic device, now the internet exists, mm-hmm. you just take over the world like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watch out for Skynet, though. Yeah. No, it's way in the future. No, it's not. 1997. Skynet's been around forever. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right, aren't you? That did happen in 1997. Yeah, wow. A long time. Yeah. That's yeah. sad. So yeah. we're, we're all actually, like, living in the Matrix now, because I guess yeah. Skynet must have just annihilated humanity. Well, everyone has their own little pocket computer. They yeah. stare at all the time rather than talking to each exactly. other. That seems like the start of the computer apocalypse, yep. doesn't it? Yeah. We all have our, we all are, all have our important information on the cloud. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs mysteriously died. It's all coming together. Yep, it's the um, what? What is the name for that critical 
junk, you know, convergence of all the technologies and all that that humanity is not supposed to be able to deal with. Oh, yeah, what, what is that, that called again? It's not the convergence. It's um, no, something it's else. No, what it is to. Yeah, like, yeah, um, I can't think we, of it. We should all know this, yeah, and it just it's... slipped my mind just as I was about to mention it. But yeah. it's not convergence. You even talked about it yes. a number of times. Does anybody remember what this I word is? I know exactly what the word is. To... Um. <laughs> Everyone looks to their phone. Everyone goes to their phone. Every, everybody is going to the phones and, like, you know, consulting. It's the but, thing. You know, it's, it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it is it's that thing. It's not the convergence. Yeah, the but unity. It's, it's, it's not the unity. But, yeah, it, it is that we're business where all... Well, we're getting there. For yeah. example, none of us can remember this because yeah. all our memory is tied to our phone. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. So, stupid technology. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just leave it at that then. Yeah, it's no. like this is going to be a mystery until like you know somebody just like you know the singularity. The singularity. There we go. Oh God. See, I thought it was like I can okay. double check first. God, singularity. Man. I can sleep tonight now. That so. was hurting my brain. Yeah. Which we're getting there. Singularity is not far off. No, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. Uh, no, it'll whatever. be a good thing. You know, I don't know if it'll be a good thing. Digitally transfer our consciousnesses over to, like, you know, a network so that we can just, like, you know, be these digital gods that whatever we dream happens, that's okay. Hey, did you hear that crazy thing with the latest Facebook? Oh, yeah, the microphone thing? Yeah. Yeah, the update no, smart- Wait like, is safe because he doesn't have a smartphone. New, the new, like, Facebook app update now constantly listen, listens to you at all times runs your microphone and, like when you're on the phone and stuff it listens to like what you're watching what you're what yeah like what oh, music no. you're listening to <laughs> and it adds that to its sort of advertising database oh no well yeah. which this is, is a going to make huge facebook invasion even of privacy more popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. yeah people are still going to be like wow i really hate facebook but i'm still going to stay here mm-hmm. so you know it's well, like that's facebook's great. name in the news facebook, for the first time in that's a while, evil so kind of worked super it's evil, yep, evil. Yep, that's going to be great because then people are going to look at me as like man i wish that i didn't well, have a facebook account like you well, also if if facebook officially announced this technology then clearly the government's been taking advantage of it for years yeah yeah so watchdogs it's yeah. just like, you know, there you go. Play that game. That's why I turned the yeah. GPS on my phone. That's my little fuck you to the man. <laughs> and I'm sure that the man is angry, too. Well, a lot of people a lot of people are switching to dumb phones now again. Well, that's Going just the hipster. To... Wayne was already there. but yeah. uh, Not just hipsters. I mean, it's like, you know, some of us have been doing it for a while. Well, that's the thing. That, that no, no, some of us were The hipsters are going back now. Wayne, and that, you're already there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're even more of a hipster because you're one of the first ones. I'm not going to be. I'm, I'm sure eventually the hipsters will have rotary phones. Yeah. yeah. They're just carrying <laughs> them around. Yeah. No, I mean one, one, their record one of these days they're just going to reach into their pocket and there's just going to be a tin can with a string yeah. there and you see that string snaking out like five miles behind One of those sweet Zach like, Morris cell phones yeah, exactly. that they need a, uh, exactly. a briefcase for. And then when they send the text messages Zach Morris it's just was a be, super yeah. cool teenager. Yeah, no, I know. Text messages will <laughs> Mr. Balding. be puffs of smoke rising into the sky <laughs> because they'll be using smoke signals that way and it's like doing it old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Exactly, yeah. And then they'll just go mute, right? Yep. So they're going back for Yeah, mutant is just punching somebody in the mouth. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> mute that. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you for tuning in this week to our CGM podcast. We'll leave it there with Wayne punching people in the mouth. Well, I guess you're not punching people in the mouth. No. You might get not punched yet. in the mouth, I'm though. seriously punching these keys. A hipster's going to see you with your old school phone and just punch you. No, and he'll be like, no, he'll be like, you know, it's like, dude, I feel you, and then I'll punch him in the face. I understand like, you. That's the only feeling that I'm going to tolerate. Whatever. I had a flip phone before it was yeah. cool. When it was not cool, actually. Yeah. So, so fuck you're a hipster, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I got it. I converted. <laughs> I, I dropped my phone in a cup of water an hour before I had an interview to do. 
And I was like frantically trying to figure out how to dry out the phone. And I didn't have rice or anything like that. So I found one website that said if you held it over a vacuum, suck the moisture oh, to the front, you could dab it off. And so I did that. And the second I turned off the vacuum, it sucked all the buttons off. <laughs> so I had to go out and buy a new phone. <laughs> and, it was, and it was actually just cheaper to get a smartphone now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's weird. It was, it was not my proudest moment in life. I gotta tell you, those buttons came off. You have like the right, best then. stories, Bill. Yeah, between you and Wayne. Whatever. I didn't see anyone get decapitated. You no. got me topped on that front. <clears throat> you haven't seen anyone get decapitated yet. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. yeah. a lot of life left to live. Keep taking the TTC. <laughs> oh. yeah. All right, so you can follow us on all our social media. So Facebook.com, even though you might not want to go there now. On your yeah, phone, they anyway. To your conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delete the app from your smartphone so they don't I'm get all your information. I'm not going to because then that means I have to go on my laptop and exactly. I'm my laptop's starting this. to overheat all the time, yeah. and that's just got to happen. They're going to listen. See, see convenience trumps freedom. <laughs> Why would I want to be free when I can have things? Well, easy? it's not like they're so. taking away my freedom. They're just listening to my conversations. Yeah. If they exactly. want to listen they're, to that, they're then they're just—they're yeah, they're they're the ones that have a problem. They're going to have to listen to what I talk about. They're depriving you of all your privacy, which is okay. So exactly, I start having. I just feel. Sorry for the NSA agent who has to go through all my emails. I'm gonna start having my conversations <laughs> just meowing. A lot of crap on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm just gonna call you, Phil, and we'll just have a conversation yeah. meowing. Yeah, exactly. Well, meow. I'm sure the guy's just meow, like, meow, meow. Don't, you don't need to buy that, Phil. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, don't do it. You guys start getting secret that. messages. They get like a they get like a personal yeah. attachment that with guy, you. <laughs> that NSA guy, he's the ninja bitter that's been your rival all yeah. of this yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just to twist the screw <laughs> in further. He was just like, I'm gonna ninja bit Phil. God got him. <laughs> I just downloaded an app as we were sitting here and called Secret, and apparently you can tell secrets to your friends, but they don't know who you are. You're gonna if you download that, oh, you're gonna get it. Is that yeah. like the honesty box? I don't know. I don't even know what that ago. is. I'm just going to get that. There's like an app on Facebook. I'm just going to get that and send out messages every day like, someone likes you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what? Oh, my God. So my friend asked me if I was her secret friend. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So she told me about it while I was sitting that's, here. Um, There's a thing weird. on Facebook a few years ago where it was called the honesty box. Oh, I think and, I told someone to go. Yeah, yeah, and like that's that's what it was. It was you had it and like people could just say whatever they wanted to you. And I guess they stopped the honesty box because it got really mean. Yeah. I mean, I always thought it was, yeah, I always thought it was just like, if someone had a crush on you, they'd just just be like, oh, you're cute. I like you. But I guess there was a lot of people where that wasn't that that wasn't the case. <laughs> where a lot of people didn't like the other people, and they decided to yeah, tell them? Yeah, they just, yeah, I guess that's how it Phil, went. I don't know. I don't like you. <laughs> no. This is not a surprise. <laughs> All right, like I was saying, facebook.com slash We don't have an honesty box, though. We can get one. You can anonymously email us somehow. We should set that up. Yep. Yeah, we got a comment box. That's true. Comment box. So you can tell Wayne that you think he's still illiterate and his articles suck. Yep. There you go. Or that you hate him on podcast because he loved that so he could get um, off a podcast. Yeah, that would be great. Just tell me how much you hate me on this podcast. No. Please write in me. with your fan mail to no. Wayne and I'll make him no, write you just, back. Just start up a petition to like get me off this podcast. And... I'm going to start up a petition Nothing to do video cast with you. for how you compared Michael Bay to a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's what you're going to get. What? It's just, oh, 
That was that may have been one of the worst things I've heard on a podcast. <laughs> oh no, there's been worse. Oh no, no, yeah, just no. Sit with it's, Wayne it's, every it's, it's gotten yeah. worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's that's pretty lightweight compared to some of the stuff that's gone oh, down here. Oh god. Yeah, so. We had some sort of Kickstarter for rape, but it was anti rape at the same time. Or something like that. Yeah. Oh man, I can't even remember the stuff I say. Well it's yeah, a good it thing we bad. just uh, found all our old podcasts <laughs> on SoundCloud. I think it was a Kickstarter <laughs> to stop rape. Was it? I don't know. It was something yeah well-meaning like but sounded like, horrible yeah, one, one of you guys says something and then it just sets me off and then all these horrible things just come pouring out so yeah don't yeah. open Wayne's like just yeah. uh, your Pandora's box <laughs> yeah, it, it is like Pandora's box it's like yeah you open it and just horribleness comes yeah. out and then at the bottom instead of hope is a hurtful Gun. insult <laughs> I expected blue candy at the bottom yeah. or blue candy yeah there you go also mm-hmm. google.com it's google.com slash little plus cgmag online or it's either google.com little plus slash cgmag. There's a plus in there somewhere. It's really stupid. I really it's wish, there. I really wish they didn't do Try that. both. Try, Try both. both. You'll, you'll figure it out eventually. Or you could just Google Google plus comics gaming <laughs> magazine. That might work too. Also Twitter at cgm plus where you can get all the greatest news updates from us. And our writers will tweet occasionally when they were at... James was recently at Anime North, and he was tweeting out some cosplay photos, which were kind of neat. You can also see his entire gallery of cosplay photos that he saw at this past Anime North at cgmagonline.com, which is pretty cool. Phil's review of Mario Kart 8 is on cgmagonline.com. That thing. Seth MacFarlane. Yep. Western. I saw a picture of him in a bunch of sheep, a herd of sheep. Yep, he's it a sheep farmer. Yeah, okay. That's for sure. Oh, is there a lot of sheep sex and jokes? Actually, no. Oh. I was waiting for it the whole time. I think it was just too easy. Maybe. Yeah. They didn't go for the low hanging fruit? That's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, there's plenty of sex jokes out in Square. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. There, there's a bit where Sarah Solomon just has a big old hunk of semen on her face. Okay. Good time. That's yep. even lower hanging fruit than sheep sex jokes. Yeah. I would think. All right. Yep. Oh, then, wait, there is a sheep, a sheep sex joke. See, it had to be in there. It's a good one, too. Uh-huh. It's, he says, um... Well, he said that he lost his sheep. Whatever. There's, like, <laughs> hundreds of jokes in this but thing. I'm going just for that one joke. Well, not anymore. So he <laughs> says that, that like, the, the whole thing is that he's a terrible sheep farmer. All the sheep constantly escape from his farm. And he says, uh, last week I found a sheep in the horse, and weirdly it had made $20. It's a pretty good sheep, it's actually. not bad. Yeah, yeah. Really did good. And Cody's Why We Love Mario Kart franchise top... Ten? Top five, Top right? five. That one. There was more than five reasons, but you picked five. Yes. It's actually a little video. Discussion. In which, uh, were you actually playing in the video, or is it Joe? Or is it both of you? Uh, Let's I the played, magic for everybody. Joe played, uh, Tyler had to do something for me because I couldn't get the boost properly. There you go. Um, Let's yeah. do the top five reasons why Cody hates Mario Kart. I don't know boost. if I can do that. Really? I don't think I can do that. How huh. about because you have to wait ten years for the next one? That's sad. But go. then it just makes me really good at the one that's coming out. That's true. That's true. Um, there's also, I did one on uh, Top 5 Dogs to Watch. <laughs> yes, I saw in that. In gaming. That one was good. Was a Call of Duty dog in there? No, I didn't put him in there. No. I the, wanted to put him in there, no, no. but I didn't. Screw it. Um, and uh, the, the, the book review for Console Wars should be coming soon. Soon. Hopefully. It will be soon. It will be soon. And Wayne, as he was saying earlier about... Titanfall and Watch Dogs not living up to the hype but still being pretty decent games. He wrote an entire editorial on that this week and that's up on cgmagonline.com as well. We also have a contest running if you want to win the Last of Us poster books. If you want to find out how to win, check us out on Twitter at CGM+. You just have to retweet an awesome 
image of Toad and a clicker hanging out together. Actually, Toad just looks really terrified because it doesn't look like they were hanging out. No, you're right. They should because like they're probably cousins. Mutual. Maybe they're at an awkward family reunion where you don't really know your cousin and you're like. Ah. Yeah, you know, two yeah. two fun guys. Two fun guys hanging out. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us this week. Tune in next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>